Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The news that I suppose a lot of us, uh, I regularly get slagged in this radio station being called temporary Tara by some of our listeners because I'm fond of my holidays, I have to say. I do like my little overseas breaks. And it was heartening news to me in recent days and recent weeks that the digital COVID cert was something we were signing up to and then there was some dispute over the date of July the 19th. But we learned today that this is the day at which they start to be mailed out to the people who have been fully vaccinated or indeed emailed out from uh, the HSE portal, I presume, there's some linkage to that so that they know who's been done. So from July 19th, we will now fall in line with the majority of EU states and begin operating which, uh, with the certificate that allows us to travel within the EU and the EEA. That's uh, the EU, of course, plus Iceland, Norway and Liechtenstein, if you fancy any of those as your holiday destination this year. So basically, anyone who's been fully vaccinated, anyone who's proof of a negative PCR test within 72 hours of their flight taking off or landing, or anyone who's recovered from COVID in the last six months, um, we can now travel for non-essential reasons to meet up with friends and family that we haven't seen in a very long time um, and to just have our jollies that we haven't been able to enjoy for quite some time now overseas. Uh, Joining me on the line is Owen Corey, editor of Air and Travel magazine. Uh, Owen, obviously, the rest of us have been waiting on our holidays as editor of Air and Travel magazine. Um, This has been your main sphere of interest, I would presume, in recent months. So it's finally the day uh, that we will start to receive the uh, COVID digital cert. How is it going to work? I mentioned there in the intro that postal um, COVID certs are going to be sent out to certain individuals and emails. So when can we expect it if we're fully vaccinated? Uh, Good morning, Tara. Yes, you're absolutely right. A day long awaited. Uh, Every single European country except one has implemented this. Uh, People have been arriving with the digital COVID certificate in Ireland since July the 1st, Friday of not last week, but the week before. And we have the first sort of indication of what uh, the rollout process will be for Irish people this morning when uh, inboxes are being filled, not exactly with the QR code, the magic QR code that will enable us to travel, but the link to get it. As you said, um, that's for people who've been to the major vaccination centres, people who've been to the GP, the process of feeding back information is a little bit slower and they were getting postal letters, but the experience, we know this works. And we know this works, Tara, because every other country that implemented it managed to get it through without hiccups, even countries that we thought there might be problems east of the Elbe did as well, or even better than west of the Elbe. And as I say, uh, we've sat back, we've, you know, we had three weeks to implement it after July the 1st. July the 19th is running the clock down with two days to go. That sums up really the attitude of the Irish government to international travel, but this is coming in from the European Union. Well, listen, let's wait before we uh, we cast aspersions. I, I, they may have been hesitant and, and have some reluctance and, and maybe we'll find in the fullness of time that there were good reasons for that and maybe not. We'll see. But, Owen, you mentioned one country that hadn't in Europe. Which was that one country that hasn't adopted it? Uh, that's us. 
that's us, okay? And that's the delay between early July when the others began and July 19th where we, when we pick, pick up. I, I, there are, are I'm, I'm already getting a number of questions in from listeners uh, and, and there are going to be Very lots of them. them yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, and, yeah. and there are, there, you know, there, 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 a lot of, a lot of people have maybe taken the gamble on this already and have gone ahead and booked flights overseas, uh, because they felt that the digital cert would come in on July 19th and they just wanted to maybe get the flights while there was a little bit of uncertainty and they could save themselves a few, Bob. So what about people who, have a flight booked for, say, six o'clock in the morning. They're leaving Dublin or Shannon Airport on the 19th of July. They might now be waiting anxiously for the post box or for the email to arrive this morning, and it hasn't. Can they be assured that they will get it? And at what point, if they don't, should they panic? Very simple if they don't get it, Tara. I'd be very surprised if they don't get it. The officials are saying that it will be delivered. Some of the politicians, depending on the hue, have been saying, oh, there'll be delays and 10 hour queues and uh, August, September. You mentioned in your intro, some of the politicians were leaking, saying that we wouldn't be ready. But even if they aren't ready, uh, you'll still require, you, you just travel out with, as you do at the moment, with a test. The one thing that is clear, no matter what can go wrong with the rollout, is that our ban on non-essential travel expires. So you can travel recreationally from July the 19th. And more importantly, uh, reconnecting families because most of the traffic for July and August will be reconnection. An awful lot of it will be reconnection of families. So if you're booked into that flight and you haven't got your digital COVID certificate, you require an antigen test to fly to within the... And this is all within the European Union. The certificate only applies within but, the European but Union just, and the country. Just to clarify, Owen, if you haven't got your digital cert and you require an antigen test or a PCR test, that's in the instance where you're not vaccinated. If you are vaccinated and you haven't received it, and maybe there's even been a delay when you've contacted the... Um, when you've contacted to try and, and chase up your cert... If you have your vaccination card, will that do? Will you get out of the country? And more importantly, will you get back into the country with it? Or do you still need a PCR test even if you're fully vaccinated? In the letter of the law, the, piece, the, the card does not suffice in operation since last since the Friday of last week. It has been accepted. It's been accepted. They will look for your uh, medical credentials twice. They look for it at the gate as you board and they look for it in immigration. And a lot of Irish people have travelled just by scanning their card and uh, getting on board the flight and being accepted in the country they go to. But the letter of the law is that you need the proper a government-issued digital COVID certificate. Okay. A number of people already on, quick off the mark, I'd say this is probably that family issue that you were discussing there. Yes. Uh, nervous about travel to and from the UK uh, because technically the UK not a member of the European Union anymore. Where is they, Where do they land? Where do they stand with the, with the EU digital COVID cert? We have a separate agreement uh, with travel from Ireland to the UK and it's not clear whether they will list lift the restrictions uh, on people. When, you, when you're arriving from the UK and Ireland at the moment, you will need a PCR test before you take off. You don't need it travelling to the UK, you need it on returning. 
and they also need you also need um, two te- you know normally a fourteen you you also need to do your self isolation which is still required from all countries until July the nineteenth. And sorry, just to clarify, is that even if you're fully vaccinated and you have even your even if you're fully vaccinated, fully so, vaccinated doesn't exist yet in okay, regulation. In, in regulation, okay. So if you travel to the UK, you're going to need a PCR test to gain entry to the UK, and no, then when no, no, no you're no. not okay. No, but when you no. come back to Ireland, you need to have that PCR test even if you're fully vaccinated. And even if you have a clear PCR test, you still then must isolate for 10 days. Is that correct? Yes. And you, have, you can do a PCR, a PCR test after five days. And, but in most countries, that enables you to lift your self-isolation at the UK because of the variant. It does not. You need a second one after 10 days. We don't know whether that changes after July the 19th. But just to reiterate, going to the UK, you don't need any test. Coming back, you do. Okay. Now, I've spotted a number of European countries. Uh, Spain and Greece are among two of them that I'm aware of in recent days, in the past week, 10 days, who've changed their entry criteria from a PCR test to an antigen test. And I'm I'm aware that Greece and Spain have done that in the last 10 days or so. So where do you stand then with securing a digital cert here? Say you've booked a, a holiday to Greece and you're not fully vaccinated, but you were going to get the PCR test to secure your digital COVID cert. And now the country that you're going to doesn't need a PCR test. It only needs an antigen test. Where do you stand there? Do you need the PCR test before you leave the country to get the digital cert? Or can you travel outward on the antigen and then get your PCR test and therefore download your digital cert while you're in Greece or Spain for your return to Ireland? The QR code will give details for people who are not through the full course of vaccination of a test that they've taken. A lot of the trouble uh, that has been talked about implementing this has been the the private providers of PCR and antigen tests, Mm. how that will relate to the digital COVID certificate. I've been assured by the officials that 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 detail can be put in. That is for people who haven't been through the full course of vaccination. And there's a little bit of a time lag at the end of the full course of vaccination. There's a two-week time lag before you get uh, your your clear-to-travel, unrestricted QR code. And on the antigen versus PCR, every country now has an antigen test for uh, entry. Spain, Portugal, Greece, as you mentioned, uh, they did require PCR till about a month ago, Mm -hmm. and all of them have changed to antigen the other thing that changed going to Spain and Portugal uh, is that uh, children under six did not require a test. Mm-hmm. That's been raised to children under 12. On return, though, our regulation is still that children under six are the ones who don't require a test. So okay. a nine-year-old won't require a test going out, but will require a test coming back. OK, so say, and you're going to have a lot of this situation, I would imagine, families where the parents may be vaccinated, but the children are not. And say you have a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old. So you're going to Greece, right? And your 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 parents are vaccinated. They have their digital COVID cert, but you have to get the children tested before you leave and they need an antigen test to leave. Is that sufficient for them to get the cert so that they can enter Greece? Y- yes. Okay. Uh, antigen test. Uh, and uh, you, you did mention if you've booked a PCR, a PCR will, will suffice. Um, it, obviously, antigen is a little bit cheaper. It's not really the cost, by the way. The cost of a PCR is 90 euro 
from Randox and 95 from Rocktalk who do it at the airport. Yeah. But the antigen is about half that, about 45. But the convenience is the key here because your PCR test has to be done at least a day in advance. Mm-hmm. You get the overall, overnight, uh, you get the indication of your results and antigen can come through in 20 minutes. So flying out, antigen test for your um, your children yeah. and they, for anyone who's not through the full course of vaccination. Return, it still requires PCR. A little bit of a, a talk over the weekend that we would accept antigen. That we're, But a lot of countries are supplying that free, by the way, to boost their tourism countries like okay. France and Malta. Okay. And just again, getting back to the age thing there. So I, I specifically said, say you have a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old. Do you need it for both? If they're 12 or over, you have to pay. In other words, once they're, once they're at their 12th birthday, they need the test. Is that correct? Going outwards. Uh, I think it, it may be the 13th it's, uh, up to the age. Uh, but uh, I, I would have to check whether okay. it's at the 13th birthday. But okay, your, the general point here is that up to 12, clear to go out. Under six, clear to go home. Okay. You know, so there is that lag that might change in our, we haven't any visibility of the updated regulations from July the 19th. We may align with the rest of Europe in, in changing that six up to 12. Some people questioning the legality of this, that obviously being the European Union, we should be able to freely travel where we want, when we want. I mean, I presume if the European Union have adopted this, they've looked into the legalities of it. And if they decide that a pandemic is a good enough reason to restrict movement in some shape or form, that that's legally sound. The legalities are are interesting in themselves. The European Union has said they're not restricting movement, but individual countries are entitled to uh, put in local regulations, health regulations, to uh, decide... What, um, whether people need tests or not. What they wanted to do was bring all this 27 countries, Rubik's Cube of arrangements together, and that's what the digital COVID certificate is, is trying to do. It's not really, it's, also, it's first of all unrestricted for people who've been through the full course of vaccination, mm-hmm. but also the chief of documents that people were carrying or the different uh, things on their phone are all going to be put into one QR code. And that makes it easier, that makes it possible for immigration and airlines to know what's going on. You're going to be checked twice, remember, at the gate on the way out and at immigration when you land. Okay. I I read reports this morning that Germany are actually starting to tighten restrictions a little bit there again, because this Delta variant, this all happened, of course, before we maybe were warned about the potential damage and and, and faster spreading Delta variant, apparently eight times, spreads eight times faster than, than ones that went before it. Germany looking at restricting travel possibly from the likes of Spain and Portugal, which have seen increases in COVID cases in recent times. Is there a possibility, Hohen, that we head off fully planning to obey the rules and then you get stuck somewhere? Unlikely you get stuck somewhere. The emergency break, the much vaunted emergency break, only applies to non-EU countries. I've seen some uh, coverage suggesting it applies to EU countries. It does. It applies to non-EU Individual states, though, remember, have still got that right to uh, restrict movements and entries into their countries. And they've been using that uh, to one degree or other. We've been the most extreme um, over the last year. And what we could have is um, uh, restrictions and extra tests put into place 
It's a, if we don't, I don't think we'd have the full-scale border closures that we saw uh, in some countries last year. Uh, the whole uh, concept of the EU um, initiative on international travel is to prevent the sort of chaos we saw last year because a lot of governments signed up to uh, a travel policy and then disregarded it. But we've, um, and, you know, it's one of the, the biggest criticisms of the Irish government is that they have been incredibly, and Neff have been incredibly conservative in their approach to this entire pandemic. And we seem to have gone further in tightening and restricting than, as you said, many other countries have. Is it possible, and I mean, this is theoretical, Owen, but is it possible that if you head off to the Canaries, for 10 days in August. And while you're there, the Canaries has a massive upsurge in cases, which is theoretically quite likely if you've got people jetting in there from all over Europe on their holidays, that at that point in time, governments, individual governments and potentially our government could make you jump through more hoops to get home. Everything is possible. We've seen <laughs> uh, that the co- during our the track of COVID is that uh, the unpredictable, how unpredictable it's been we're not going to, I don't think the variant uh, uh, narrative is going to end mm. uh, with Delta. We've already had an epsilon, by the way, the next Greek letter of the alphabet, and there's a talk about uh, South American variant as Lombarda, well. So I, do, yeah. I, do, I do expect, uh, you know, the whole variant thing to continue for months and probably for years. What um, the sort of scenario where borders are suddenly shut down, um, the EU Commission recommended that two weeks' notice be given for a major change in immigration policy. That was put to the member states last October, and they turned that into uh, 48 hours, I think. So what what we've seen is member states reluctant to give up the power to control their own borders. Mm. But uh, the European Commission saying that we need, if Europe is one economy, which the European Commission is, that we're all one Europe, we're not 27 separate nationalities, uh, we, are, we have to operate some sort of travel policy which prevents that. It is theoretically possible. Is it likely? Uh, it's less likely to, it's, it's, it's highly unlikely to happen. But as you said, the Irish government has been... Um, unpredictable on this and we've done things like mandatory hotel quality, yeah, and, and taken really, a really well I mean there were look people were scre- people were screaming that we were too slow to adopt that one and then when it was done suddenly they're doing the wrong thing and it's too conservative too I think it's you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't in the context it's, of a global a pandemic scandal, but just um, one or two more questions for you Owen if you don't mind Ed, that are that are springing to mind in light of all that uncertainty where are we then when it comes to travel insurance are insurers covering you're you f- you're yeah. completely covered you're completely covered. I mean, they, they, the, one of the disconnects here has been the advice on the DFA, the Department of Foreign Affairs, is what regulates travel uh, insurance, not the advice from the Department of Health and Efforts. And we have different agencies involved. The Department of Justice are involved in the immigration policy. But travel insurance still stands unless there is a, a, a do not travel um, uh, okay. order in place and that will not apply, and that will not apply after July. So, so irrelevant of what insurer... Non-essential doesn't affect your travel uh, policy. Do not travel does. Okay. That's the sort of thing that comes in for places like Syria and uh, Afghanistan. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah, gotcha. Now, just then to clarify that further, any insurance policy that you look at now, any insurer that's operating in the Irish market, the reputable ones, they will cover you for COVID. You will be covered. Most of them don't cover it as your general 
um, you know, 80 euro, euro a year policy. Mm -hmm. You need to pay something a little bit extra on it. But I've seen from a position where insurance companies ran scared in March of April 2020 to most of them having a policy in place. Uh, they cover they cover the um, uh, your your they cover insurance for COVID contracted abroad and um, the let's say the event of a delay let's say somebody fails a test and you can't fly home yes, yeah. those sort of issues are now being covered but um, they it do take a look at your terms and conditions because your general uh, common or garden policy doesn't a lot of them were drawn were drawn up before COVID existed yeah of course another really important thing is the uh, e card, it still yes. applies, but there has been huge problems issuing it. Hasn't been issued for people who've uh, run out in Ireland for quite a while, for a few months. Yeah, mine's lost, and I have a holiday booked for next Tara, month. So, well yeah, I know. Alone. I can't I can assure you that no. <laughs> the, the search for the e card is one of the great uh, rituals of the Irish holiday. <laughs> it's uh, like fact, that. With in the... fact, you haven't really been on a holiday unless unless you've lost your e card. Travel looking for your e card. My, yeah. my understanding is that they will. You can't. You can't if unless you have the original uh, e number, you can't apply for a renewal because of the HS. Right. Cyber attack, but they are. If you go to your local council office, they can give you. I think it's a, a thirty-day or a three-month emergency card that will cover you. Yeah. So absolutely. if anyone is doing it, just You've I'm, been I'm doing the research. Tara, oh, I'm telling you, I can't wait to get out of your own car. I can't wait to get off this island. It's been too long. But um, look, I'm also very mindful of of older people who maybe do not have email, and in some cases, and I know certainly, you know, my mother and my partner's father, they've old Nokia phones. They they're not web enabled they Less may be booking holidays so what they're, they're great phones they're better phones but <laughs> what do they do they won't obviously be getting an email and they won't be able to download a, a QR code onto their phones so how is this going to work for them it's an interesting one because if they're in a GP they'll get a letter uh, if they're not um, they're going to need they're going to have to enlist a grandchild or somebody okay. to do the process for them it needn't be on the phone. It can be uh, printed out. Okay. Uh, once the QR code, the, the key is to it. Uh, uh, life is ruled by QR codes. Uh, once they can scan a QR code and it shows up the identity, batch number, vaccine, or obviously okay. in the case that where you've had COVID, you will have to contact. It doesn't come in the, your QR code. You will have to contact the helpline and say, "Can you get me the COVID uh, the QR code which shows I'm recovered from the vaccine, from the, not from the vaccine, but from the COVID itself." So there are all these um, little extra complications. Okay, but you're not going to miss out. You're You're not not going to miss miss out. out. But it could take a while. You know, they're going to be overwhelmed. And of course, we've both seen those great memes of uh, the vaccinated octogenarians all partying in Ibiza. (laughs) Owen, a recent Irish Times poll, 78% of people said they weren't going to be engaging in overseas travel this year. I'm not sure if I believe that. Do you think when we get to the 19th of July and beyond, we'll be having horrendous queues to get out of the country? It's quite interesting how uncertain people are. And there is, you know, this date was announced, July the 19th was announced back in May and travel agents and airlines, we wouldn't call it a surge, but it was coming off a very low base. Uh, they got very great interest and that tapered off in June. And the reason was we had politicians talking about, oh, the other country won't let you in and 10 RQs in airports. And somebody was saying last week it would cost 800 euro to test a family of four to return. All of that created uncertainty. Um, which slowed the bookings down. Yeah. So what I suspect happens, as everything happens in Ireland, 
it's not big marketing campaigns by Ryanair or government advice to change that gets people moving. It's word of mouth. Yeah. And okay. the first two weeks in July, we'll see the first people traveling. They'll come back. And eventually, the whole notion, because it's a new experience, like our first flight again. Tom. Yeah, it kind of is. And, know, and, and, and I, and I just... mask on the flight, all yeah. that sort of thing. So uh, once people get that into their head, they'll try it and... Somebody's neighbours, butchers, uncles, hairdresser. All we need. It works. I think all we need to see is the photos of the beach and the nice cocktail on Facebook or Instagram. Owen, and we're, we'll be on uh, Ryanair and Airlingus.com pronto. Oren Curry, editor of Air and Travel magazine. Thank you for all of that really interesting information about the digital COVID cert. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic.